0: Hi, my name is Lydia, and I'm Emma, and we're the hosts of Holy Ship. We are passionate about creating a space for women to talk about sexuality, their bodies, and all things relationships. We think that for so long, Christian spheres have often failed to address these topics with women in a healthy, shame-free, and open way. So welcome to Holy Ship, where we address all the taboo topics in a way that is honoring to you, your relationships, and God. welcome back to holy ship we are so excited to have you on today's episode today we are talking about porn so super light topic just kidding um <laughs> we're very excited to talk about porn and we think it's super important especially for women to talk about porn because so often this conversation is either geared towards um men or like really only like thought of as a male issue so yeah we're going to talk about all the questions with porn today like what is porn Does it affect women more than men? Can women be addicted to porn? All of that jazz. So yeah, we'll get started. I think um, Emma's going to start us off with a little history of porn and just kind of what does that mean? What does the word actually mean? All of that jazz.
1: Yeah, um, I think it's really interesting to get started with how porn started and um, why we are so uh, tempted to... um, view it and consume it as um as people and so i just wanted to um dive into the history of it a little bit and um talk about like the distinction between different types of porn and how we got to porn here in america today um so i i've um pulled a whole bunch of different references but um If you want to read more about the history of porn, um, feel free to Google it. Um, Britannica has a very uh, comprehensive um, recount of the history. Um, But I think it's important to talk about the root word of porn and how it's derived from a Greek word, um, pornai. And um, that's also because it's the Greeks who really started um, the addiction and fascination with porn. um, And it came from uh, different images and just their society. Um, They're very hedonistic, and this is what they consumed. So the root word um, of pornai actually means um, prostitute. And um, there's another uh, word that went with it, pornine. Graphian, I think I'm pronouncing that correctly. Um, and it means to write. So the actual definition of porn um, back in Greece would have been like to write about prostitutes oh. or to, yeah, draw about them or to paint them um, in art or literature depicting the life of prostitutes. Sure. So at its very, um, you know, start, it was... Um, the subjugation of women essentially um so you know we weren't being painted in a very honoring light um you know and and today we've we've kind of flipped the meaning and taken back um the power if you will a little bit but porn did not start um like like it is um viewed today um so the very definition of it is subjective um and the imagery was considered very erotic. Um, And so Western pornography actually began in the 18th century, um, and printing technology helped to advance it in magazines. That's where we got like Playboy, and um, it also became very prominent in literature. So writing like erotic novels Um, and just uh, encouraging Society to really explore every sexual temptation and desire that they had. Um, and then porn images and films obviously became um, popular with the internet in the 90s. So, and since then, we know it's like the most profitable industry on the internet. Yeah. Um, and I don't Do have you- the exact numbers, but I think it's like 15 billion.
0: I think it's actually more than that when I was like looking at some of the numbers earlier.
1: Perhaps, but yeah, like, I mean, and it's
0: insanely like profitable.
1: Right. So that's a little bit of the history. And obviously I'm, I'm, I'm missing a lot. Like I, mm-hmm. it's really fascinating. Um, just to see how it changed over, uh, the cultures and geographical locations. Cause you know, it's, it's fascinating how, um, like, uh, Englanders would um, you know go to different countries and be like disgusted by their Mm -hmm. art um, that was considered like erotic Um, and now it's it's uh, not the same anymore and I just think yeah it's very fascinating it's important to know where um, it came from and Mm -hmm. um, what its actual purpose was in the beginning
0: yeah so yeah I think uh, did you grow up watching Friends at all Yes, I did. Okay, so do you know the episode where Joey and Chandler get, like, free porn on their TV and they won't turn it off and they're, like, yes. watching porn for, like, two days straight and then, like, the pizza girl comes and they think that she's going to, like, like come at them. You know what I mean? Just because they're so used to watching porn. Oh, and, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, the, she's going to,
1: you know, reenact.
0: Yeah. Or I it's, think, like, a scene reenacted or something. Yeah, and I thought that episode was, like... I mean I don't really think I thought about it as a kid but then like when I was watching in high school I thought it was so funny but I think there's kind of been this cultural shift where like porn is so mainstream and it's like shown as it's so okay but we never actually talk about like the implications of watching porn like the industry itself and like I think at least I grew up like very much like porn was normal you know like all guys watch porn it was never really talked about with girls at all but like Yeah, all my guy friends watched porn, like, all guys I knew watched porn, it was just, like, a thing that happened, it was funny in TV shows, like, in friends, and, yeah, I think there's, like, really been a cultural shift, especially, like, with the emergence of internet, and I think, I mean, even in the 90s, like you were saying, but, like, especially in the 2000s, when now we have phones everywhere with us, like, people Mm -hmm. are watching porn at work now, and, like, I mean, like, porn's so, so accessible, and it's, like, yeah, yeah, right and it's just normal
1: well I think it was it was normalized by it being marketed to men like Mm -hmm. you know it started being marketed to men it continued to be marketed to men especially um in the west with um like playboy magazine and um you know that's what that's what men like in friends Mm -hmm. it was it was Chandler and it wasn't you know Monica, who yeah, was ke- yeah. leaving it on her TV. Like it was always emphasized as the thing that men do. And then of course it's been normalized over mm-hmm. the years. But however, with that being said, I do think now we're seeing it marketed more towards women. It's true. Um, especially with like only fans mm-hmm. and, um, and like music and, and media and, what that is, is that's the postmodern view of um, empowering, taking yeah. back the power that women didn't have and, mm-hmm. and taking that back. So, um, you know, that's, that's sort of the psyche that's going on there. But yeah. whether you're male or female, both all of the implications, the consequences, mm-hmm. the effects applies to both. And so... Um, Lydia, yeah. I know you've been thinking a lot about like the science behind oh, yes. it. So I, I think you should I think you should tell us a yeah, bit what what happens think, in our brain.
0: Yeah, I think kind of just like starting off with talking about what porn does to our mind. It reminds me of C. S. Lewis's quote on masturbation, like we talked about in one of our episodes and mm-hmm. I think it's kind of the same thing. I mean, most people do masturbate when they watch porn. Some people do just watch it. But like, I think it's a sexual activity, right? But that like, it brings you back into yourself and it pulls you back in and really affects your relationships because it's doing that. And basically what happens when you become addicted to something or like, yeah, when you become addicted to like cocaine, alcohol, like literally anything, it like kind of like short circuits your brain. So what normally like there's natural, like I'll say like, like paths for that like pleasure goes you know and then like there's dopamine release but what happens when you're like addicted is that you like with something like such as a high as like cocaine or like again like porn right is that it like stops that from receiving like that signal and like really it doesn't like stop you from stopping dopamine if that makes sense Mm -hmm. so it's just like when we're eating food right like you can eat a really good meal and it's like the best meal you've ever had but eventually like you stop eating it because you're full and that's because your brain's like okay like I'm hungry so it tells your like brain okay stop releasing dopamine you know what I mean like eventually you're gonna get a tummy ache (laughs) tummy ache stomach ache whatever I've been around too many children Um, (laughs) but yeah it's like the same thing like when you become addicted your prefrontal cortex which oversees regulating like self-control it like decreases in size like it literally like shrinks which is kind of terrifying that like things we do can actually change the way our brain is um mm-hmm. but yeah and then this has like been shown like with studies like addiction with drugs alcohol all of that jazz but also now there's studies coming out about porn doing the same thing like it shrinks your prefrontal cortex which again like that's the self-control so of course like you're going to want more because you can't even control yourself at that point and the more you watch is like this whole cycle and that like really leads to like some hardcore addictions um yeah and then like when the like physiological effects of pornography include like right the decrease of brain matter but that also leads to depression and low self-esteem which I think again is another cyclical reason why you'd go back to porn um but yeah like your brain is literally being rewired to seek reward from a harmful behavior or substance like in porn just like it would like when you're like doing drugs So, yeah, Mm -hmm. like, porn's super, super addictive, and, yeah, and, like, the part of your brain that's affecting is the self-control, which is, like, yeah, it's so cyclical.
1: Yeah, and what you just, um, what you just mentioned was, like, the desensitization, Mm -hmm. like, with a drug, like, the more you watch porn, the more you need to keep watching it, Mm -hmm. so that you keep um, reaching that amount of dopamine release, Um, and that's how an addiction starts Mm -hmm. um you know and then and then there's there's so much more that happens in your brain too um like it's not just the the dopamine that's released and like you know that getting like desensitized in Mm -hmm. a sense there's also like the reduced impulse control and the weakened ability to um (laughs) you know for men to you know actually like Get off like mm-hmm. those studies are really, really interesting. Yeah,
0: yeah,
1: um, and there's also some, uh, like fertility studies as well, mm-hmm. um, associated with porn addiction, um, and porn viewing. But
0: um, I, also I think, think oh, sorry, go ahead.
1: Oh, no, no, go ahead, and then I, I have a question
0: for you. I was just gonna say, like, I think also, like, other than just, I mean, maybe this is science, I just don't have like any studies on this offhand. But, like, when you watch porn, like, your brain, like, loves watching sex. You know what I mean? Like, it's, like, a weird thing, like, when you're watching it. And I think, like, going back to the Friends episode, like, after they watched so much of it, they expected the pizza girl to come in and start having sex with them. You know what I mean? And I think it's the same with, like, a lot of people when you've watched so much sex, like, you have, like, different expectations then. Mm -hmm. And, like... It also like it like messes up your brain where you like just think that that's normal and that's going to happen, just and because it's so such like a weird like image that's being like burned into your head.
1: Yeah, and a lot of people think that like your example from Friends that it would increase sex drive in that mm-hmm. sense, but it actually does the inverse. Yeah, um, when you're with when you're with your significant other or like when it's actually supposed yeah. to happen. Um, yeah which i just think is really interesting so enough about <laughs> all of the all of the scientific studies because yeah. there's a lot of them out there They're and all. you can read about them um i was looking to see like okay what are the health benefits of porn like let's oh. play oh. let's play devil's advocate shall we
0: yeah um, that's your favorite thing to do <laughs> it
1: is it is one of my favorite things to do uh, so really there's like no studies on the internet about it, just, like, a...
0: We'll start 2000- a research company, and we will research.
1: <laughs> and there's, like, a... There's a 2003 and a 2007 um, study about, um, like, how it could potentially mm-hmm. be healthy with your partner mm-hmm. um, and how it could, um, like, it could make you more sex-positive. So there's that. Um, but when, like, a couple does it together, they can have, like, potentially, potentially a healthier sex life. However, however, on the onset, um, so later through the years, it often leads to sexual dysfunction. Oh. So I guess it's, like, good in the moment, potentially, with your partner. Does it but this say leads why? To, um, no. Well, maybe it does, but I need to read, like, the entire...
0: Right. Study. So I wonder if it um, is like kind of has the same effect on your prefrontal cortex. You know what I mean? Oh, but it's just like, I guess definitely longer because you're like with someone else. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Um, you know, we should link the study. I have, I yeah. have the journal, and we'll link that. But um, so this goes into my question: like, mm-hmm. can you watch porn and not be addicted mm-hmm. or ha- taken? healthy amounts or have your boyfriend or thinks that he can just like take in healthy amounts and um or girlfriend and that be like okay for your relationship
0: yeah I mean one I like I have like a lot of moral issues with porn just in general
1: and I think we should
0: talk about that and yeah but I think like maybe if someone watched like three like I don't know episodes or however that works of porn you know what I mean like they wouldn't become addicted to it do I think that would be like conducive to a healthy relationship no and Mm -hmm. I think like if someone's like arguing that in your relationship like please get out (laughs) like I don't think like again like there's like so many studies that it is addictive and like even the one you were saying that like married couples do it, and it helps like in the moment or whatever or I guess not married couples just couples in general like do it in the moment it like helps like be more sex positive but then later on like it's sexual dysfunction
1: mm-hmm. and what I'm what I think is even if you're not addicted the same thing happens in your brain mm-hmm. watching one episode watching one yeah. scene seeing one picture mm-hmm. the same thing happens no matter what yeah the, yeah. the only difference is I guess one person might have better restraint or control. That's fair. Um, but the same thing happens. And so, therefore, the same consequences mm-hmm. are going to happen in your relationship. Um, I think, you know, we should, we should talk, about, talk about these, um, these consequences. And um, I know one of them is, especially for females, that they can um, feel very insecure. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: because there's some unrealistic expectation set, um, on them Mm -hmm. or implied, um, or, or they, even if it's not said or shared or expressed in any way, like, if you know that your partner is watching porn, like, like that already puts doubts in, in women's
0: minds. Mm -hmm. I had a lot of friends who like either like their boyfriends, fiances, or husbands were watching porn and, I mean, who knows if they're, like, addicted or not, but Mm -hmm. almost all, like, my friends were afraid that the guys were going to have unrealistic expectations for sex. Like, were Mm -hmm. they going to ask, like, the girls to do, like, the things they saw in porn or that they won't, like, measure up to the girls, like, sexually or that, like, honestly, like, just the girls in porn have better bodies than they do. And, like, would he be thinking about, like, that body when they're having sex, like, all Mm. this stuff. And, yeah, like, it leads to a ton of insecurities, and I mean, I remember talking to one of my friends who is married and she found out her husband was addicted to porn and she was like, Am I not like providing enough for my husband? Like, is that why like is it my fault that he's watching porn to like like is there like a gap of what I'm providing, what he needs, like all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. yeah, I think it's like it hurts a lot of relationships just because yeah, it like leads insecurities and then again like part of like the side effects of watching porn are like it leads to like increased or sorry decreased self-esteem and like depression Mm -hmm. which like again like I mean those affect relationships like I mean whether you're watching porn or not but
1: yeah no definitely so there's there's the doubt that Mm -hmm. is put into relationships um and there's also the um Oh, my gosh. I don't even know where to start. Um, like, besides the fact that there's so many, there's so much evil in mm-hmm. porn insofar as, like... Oh, my gosh, yes. You know, sex trafficking, child pornography.
0: Well, listen, um, we will talk more about that. I, yeah.
1: I, I get fired up about that. Right, right. So, like, you know, when you're doing it, you're feeding into all of mm-hmm. those problems. Um, I think, like, for the sake of right now, it doesn't just put unrealistic expectations on your sex life and doubt mm-hmm. in a relationship um it, it, it just takes god out of it completely yeah. oh 100 um, yeah because it's it's solely for pleasure for each individual person mm-hmm. and not for both yeah. um so I, I think that goes against what we talked about in our very first episode. Um, and, and yeah, and, and just like how it can actually, sorry, I'll just slide one more thing in there. So not only does it affect like the be fruitful part and Mm -hmm. like pleasuring each other to honor God, it affects the multiply part because of the fertility problems
0: it may cause. Yeah, I also think, like, you know, I don't think God designed even, like, married couples to be having sex with other married couples, right? Like, or, like, even to be watching them. So then, like, even if you are, like, in a relationship and you're watching porn together, like, that's weird to me because you're watching another person have sex. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I just feel like that leads, like, again, like, I feel like that would be considered sexual immorality, which... Jesus talks, like, a lot about, Paul talks a lot about, you know?
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Oh, it's so wild. It's so wild, Lydia. Yeah.
0: I think one of the things that bothers me the most is that, like, girls watch porn, too, and girls struggle with porn addiction, but, like, no one talks about that. Like, at all, like, again, like, I feel like it's only talked about, like, in a guys are addicted to porn type of situation, which I think like is unfair, like for guys, but then also like it's unfair for girls and that like, that's not like seen as a problem for girls. And it's never like given space for girls to talk about, but like a lot, a lot, a lot of girls are addicted to porn. Like I know like several of my friends are, and we've talked about it and, or like they were at some point in their life. And yeah, like it bothers me because no one like opens a space for them to talk about porn addiction And, like, Mm -hmm. it's so real, like, in girls just as much as it is guys, you know? Like, I think it's, like, publicly marketed more towards guys. And I think whenever it's talking about, like, girls watching porn or being in porn, it's seen as a, like, empowering situation and not so much as, like, an addictive one.
1: Right. And that's because porn at its core is about the subjugation Mm -hmm. of women. Yeah. You know, most of the scenes are, like, you know rape fantasies and you know dominating and and that's that comes from you know how it first started and now now we're wanting to take that you know power Mm -hmm. back um I feel like that's been a big cultural shift um in the past few years um with a lot of different things but especially with this and you know now you know women can like this is their business and mm-hmm. um like you know that there's like if they're okay with it like you should be too because they're yeah. owning it um this is their space um but like I don't I think time will tell the effects that it has on mm-hmm. them um down the road because I saw this one testimony on on TikTok again I don't, I don't know how I come <laughs> You are in-house TikTok.
0: TikTok expert.
1: No, like I just spend way too much time on that app. That could be an addiction in and of itself. But, anyways, um, so there was this one. She she was a um, uh, a prostitute and um, and she did porn, but she was just like telling me or telling me as if we had a <laughs> relationship. She was just like telling. Her viewers, um, that she has such a hard time connecting with any man. Yeah. Um, you know, because like, she just doesn't like, she just doesn't trust men because she's been in the industry where like, you know, like Mm -hmm. the only person she could trust was herself. Yeah. And you know, she wasn't supposed to view these hookups of as like love. Um, you know, they're just an act And so you kind of have to like turn off that part of your brain Mm -hmm. and force yourself to really not like feel anything. And now she, now she has problems like connecting with actual men in her life that she wants to have relationships with because of all this time
0: not doing so. Yeah. And I think that goes back to like the unifying aspect of sex, right? Like it's made to unify. So when you're like doing it like for work you know what I mean it's like all these different guys right and it is a spot that you like you don't feel safe in you know and you mm-hmm. think you can only trust yourself like yeah like I think that's gonna mess up the way like one that you view sex but that like the unifying effect it has like in later relationships mm-hmm. yeah definitely also things like definitely yeah I think one I've heard, like, recently, like, a lot of women that are working in porn are doing so, again, because they think it empowers them. And, like, they're owning their sexuality. They're owning their bodies by, like, making a profit off of it. Mm -hmm. But what bothers me is that, one, even, like, these women's, like, lots of times they're like, yeah, like, I do this to empower myself. But, yeah, I've been raped on set, like, multiple times. And, like, a lot of people say this. And it's just, like, heartbreaking. One, I think that they think like that's how they're empowered you know what I mean like it just breaks my heart mm-hmm. that they think they have to like have sex with all these people in order to be empowered but then yeah that they're in situations where men are like taking advantage of them and it's just like disgusting right and then what like, do we I'm oh, sorry, sorry go ahead no you can go ahead
1: uh, I was just uh, this is kind of changing the topic though so mm-hmm. I didn't want to like cut you off if you had one more thought about that um But I was, I was just going to, like, ask to debunk a few myths here. Mm -hmm. Like, what do we, you know, what do you say to a person who um, thinks that, like, oh, if they don't watch porn, how will they know what to do?
0: Oh, like, in, like, their actual relationships? Yeah. Or, like, if they're virgins. Yeah. I mean, I think, one, it's kind of, like, just a natural progression, right? Like... Half the time I've gotten physical in relationships is because like you start making out and then like one thing leads to another and like you know what I mean? Like your bodies just kind of know what to do. I do think right. that doesn't happen with everyone, you know. Um yeah, I also think like part of the fun like of like getting married and like you both being virgins, right? Is kind of like when you go back to Song of Songs, like you get to discover each other's bodies and like, yeah, like probably <laughs> gonna be awkward, like I like you know you don't know what to do, but that's your part hair of the fun. Is like-
1: yeah. It's like a, it's like a goat.
0: <laughs> so funny. Yeah. But like, I don't think like when you're going into a relationship, you need to know how to do that. Like, I think you should be in a relationship that's safe enough that you can both discover that together. Yes. And, like, even and I if think, one of you isn't a virgin, like you're still discovering it together, like with each other, you know?
1: Right. And like porn actually created that myth. Yeah. Because they're yeah. saying that like, you know, if you don't watch this and how you know what to do and it's created these expectations Mm -hmm. and these doubts so then the circle continues like you know virgins or even just like or not (laughs) virgins think that they need to know Mm -hmm. all of these things and um that's so beyond from the truth yeah and um i think that's yeah really Mm -hmm. interesting um, and then the second thing, the second myth is about how, how porn could, um, or porn increases like sex drive and mm-hmm. sex life. I think we kind of debunked that a little bit by saying like, if you're with someone you love and you're in marriage, you, you don't need to mm-hmm. spice up your sex life. If you've committed to you know, staying abstinent till marriage, you gotta, you got some time to figure it
0: out. Yeah. I also think like, right. Some people think that like, after you've been married for a while, like your sex life decreases, whatever. And I think some people it does, but I also think like in relationships, there should be room for communication. Like if you do want to try something new or like your like husband does like, you know, like talk about that. Like, see, like, I don't think you need to watch porn to like, spiced up. I feel like there's a lot of other things that can be done.
1: What about like therapists? You know, like...
0: make sex with them or... uh, No, (laughs) don't
1: have sex with your therapist. Um, I think like therapy or Mm -hmm. like there has to be...
0: Right, and I think that goes back to the communication aspect, right? Yes, yeah. Yeah. Like sometimes you do need a third party to help you communicate.
1: (laughs) Right, right. Okay, so how do you... Break a porn addiction or Mm -hmm. not a porn addiction or just like watching porn in general how do you have that conversation with your boyfriend girlfriend Mm -hmm. um I'm not gonna say husband or wife because I feel like that is a whole new very important and serious can of worms like this is important and serious but especially in a dating relationship
0: Mm um how how do you address that conversation? Yeah, I think, one, like, I think being open about how you feel about it, like, I think sitting down and say, hey, like, I know you're watching porn or whatever, and, like, I wanted to discuss this, like, it makes me feel really insecure in this relationship, and, like, it makes me think that I'm not going to measure up, like, blank, 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 like, you know, like, I think, like, actually talking about how it makes you feel, and then, you know, like, ask them, like, why they're watching it, you know, like, is it out of boredom? Is it, like, Because they feel like they want to, like, be the best when they have... You know what I mean? Like, I think talking about why they're watching Mm. it kind of, like, discusses... Like, maybe it's because they feel insecure and, like, that's one way they can get, like, a dopamine hit. You know what I mean? Like... Yeah. I think there's so many different reasons and knowing why for your partner is kind of, like, the first step in, like, having open communication about it. I think if they're, like, addicted and, like, you notice that pattern, I think, like, obviously, like, counseling and therapy are, like, a huge help, and, like, right, like, just, Mm -hmm. like, you'd go if you're addicted to drugs, like, you need accountability, and I think, like, if they, like, don't have that in their community, then, like, obviously, a counselor therapist is a great way to do that, but.
1: And while we're talking about accountability, I think it's really important to, um, I think it's important that your accountability partner is not your boyfriend or your girlfriend. Oh,
0: 100%. Um,
1: and I have been in that position mm-hmm. before. And, like, you don't want to be a nag yeah. to your boyfriend and yeah. be like, hey, like, just check in to make sure you're not watching porn. Yeah. Like, that is not your place, mm-hmm. especially if your goal is for marriage. Like, those doubts should not be in your mind. That responsibility mm-hmm. should not be on you. Um, you know, and if, and if you're the one who feels – you know, like, I also want to say it, girls are just as susceptible. Yeah, if you yeah. feel like you are struggling with watching it, don't go to your boyfriend mm-hmm. and, like, demand more, like, physical, um, yeah, satisfaction or gratification. Like, go
0: to a friend, go to yeah, I also a think church like, leader. Yeah, that's where, like, churches should be stepping in, right? Like, they should mm-hmm. have men's groups, they should have women's group, where, like, Those are, like, accountable groups. They're safe spaces to talk about those things and work through. And, like, when you, like, do share, like, I know, like, we have, like, a men's discipleship group, women's discipleship group. And that comes up a lot, right? And, like, then you have those people that, like, are checking in on you. And, like, yeah, it's not, like, with the pressure of, like, a significant other, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think that these groups should be co-ed. They should
0: definitely. 100%. Yeah.
1: Well, you know, like, we've talked about in the past, like, church sex ed essentially yeah, yeah yeah it's just like one big group mm-hmm. to be
0: like don't do it type yeah. thing um no but I think there's something like important about like if you're a guy having other guys who have also struggled with that like around you mm-hmm. who can talk to you about that and like the same with girls right like there's something special about yeah. having like a close friend that you can talk to about that too mm-hmm
1: yeah absolutely well yeah I don't I mean there's so much more I can add to this um yeah but I know we're going to talk about it more especially mm-hmm. with um some guests yeah so and funny. I know I know that will be it'll be really good to get um someone else's perspective mm-hmm. on this um potentially with more experience on the matter yeah. um you know in in different in different aspects mm-hmm.
0: of experience when I when I say that so yeah no I think like we can kind of transition now but you know lots of people like think that watching porn's innocent right even if they just do it once but I think again I talked about this earlier like I have a lot of moral issues with porn and I think one of them is like it feels sex trafficking and like child pornography and like it hurts women and children like ever and I mean even some men right to like should not like neglect to mention that but
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah like i think one when you're watching porn like you don't always know how old they are right like you can try mm-hmm. and like guess and be like oh they look young but like there's a lot of kids in porn and sometimes like it literally just is child porn like and people search it out which like i think's just like a new level of evil honestly but in one study mm-hmm. like They took data from 400 million web search and revealed that the most popular term related to sexual searches was youth. And then, like, one of the most searched terms on popular porn sites, like Pornhub, is teen. And that's remained in the top 10 for six years. Like, that just breaks my heart. Yeah. Like, the fact that there's a demand for that and that then, again, like, that feels sex trafficking, right? Because, like, kids aren't just, like, you know, like, walking over to porn studios. Like lots of them are like in sex trafficking situations where like they're being held and like they're being forced to do this. Lots of them, like they'll like either have like the sexual content of them and ex- threaten to expose them to like their communities, or, like villages, like if they like try getting out of it too. And like, it's horrible. Mm-hmm. And if you watch it once you're paying into mm-hmm. the industry. Yeah. Which has growing and the demand's growing. So they're finding more people. And like, um, I don't know if you know if the nonprofit rescue, um, or Rescue Freedom, I think it's called. But they were, like, polling, like, the women that they are helping, and it said 49% of the sexually exploited women, um, like, throughout nine countries, said that pornography was made of them while they were being sold for sex. Like, that's almost, like, 50% of, like, all of these women, like, all over the world, while they're, like, being sold for sex, pornography is also being made, like, from them. And, like, that's obviously against their will. Like, it's horrible. And yeah. I think, like... When you're watching it, like, you can't differentiate between who is optionally participating and who is being coerced in those situations. Right, as the viewer. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, even if you, like, I don't know if there's, like, ethically made porn or whatever. Like, there is, like, beauty products. But, like. <laughs> <even> <laughs> ethically sourced <laughs> and vegan <laughs> yeah. porn. Like, I don't know if, like, maybe there's, like, sites where, like, you think, you know, oh, like, don't worry, all these people are being paid, like, a fair wage, like, all that stuff. Like, you still don't know, like. You don't know what's going on behind the scenes. So, yeah. Yeah. I also think like you know there's more studies that so Pornhub's the world's leading free porn website, which I'm so confused how free porn works and how they still make money off that. I have a lot of questions. But um yeah, they've been like known to profit from filming rape, sexual abuse and checks, er, child sex trafficking. And, like, Mm. that's, like, the largest one. And it's, like, free. Like, people can just watch that freely, you know? Yeah. Like, that's crazy. Well,
1: there's someone who wants to keep it on the Internet. Someone with a lot of money.
0: Oh. No, Pornhub. Oh, oh, 100%. Yeah. I also think, like, what's crazy to me So, in 2010, there was a research study that, like, was looking at, like, 50 of the most popular porn films. And there was, like, 304 scenes that they found. Or, sorry, there was 304 scenes, like, total. But then 88% of them depicted physical violence or verbal aggression towards the women in them.
1: Because that's what porn is. It is. And that's what porn will always be, no matter how hard we try to spin it. Because mm -hmm. that's what sells. Yeah,
0: 100%. And, like, what, like, bothers me is, like, that was from 2010, and, like, porn consumption has only gone up since then, especially during the pandemic, like, porn mm-hmm. skyrocketed, and I remember at the beginning of the pandemic, a lot of porn sites made, like, their like, I guess their videos free for, like, a month, and so, like, everyone got addicted, like, at the beginning of the pandemic, and then, like, keeps watching it, you know, like, mm. Yeah. So anyway, I have a lot of moral issues with this, and I think, like, it does feel sex trafficking. I think it does feel, like, child pornography, like, and just, like, sex abuse in general. And then on top of that, like, porn abuse is also so prevalent where, like, lots of times, like, in child abuse situations, like, they're forced to watch porn, like, with, like, either a family member or, like, someone else that's in their life, right? And it's, like, disturbing. Mm. Like, I feel like the whole industry is just corrupt and, like, yeah, I don't think it's empowering to women when, like, over 50% of, like, the films are making, right? Like, and these women are saying that they were, like, exploited during it.
1: Right. The only way, in my mind, I can, like, think of it from an- another perspective, mm-hmm. from the wave of empowerment and that perspective, yeah, 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 is that, you know, what if there were scenes of women... Being dominant mm-hmm. and aggressive towards men. Like obviously that is not going to sell, yeah, to men, yeah at all.
0: Um, well, in some cases, but like right, like not as much. maybe yeah.
1: maybe, yeah. And, and so it would appeal primarily to women. And mm-hmm. so maybe the inverse is just more women start watching porn and or all the women start watching porn. And that becomes the new... But it mm-hmm. still puts someone into yeah. subjugation and and harmful
0: abuse. Yeah, and, like, I don't think the solution to, like, <laughs> the, like, sexual abuse that's happening in these is that like now all of a sudden the opposite gender is the one, like, right, like that's not a solution. Now we just have a bunch of like sexually aggressive people, you know?
1: Exactly, exactly. That is exactly what I'm saying. So it's like, you know, you think that it could be helpful in Mm -hmm. some way. I mean, I don't, (laughs) like I said, there's hardly any studies that talk about how it is helpful. Um, The only thing would be like, you know, if people feel empowered by doing it, mm-hmm. um, but they're not creating empowerment for yeah. viewers. They're not, sure. they're creating, um, you know, fantasies, unrealistic mm-hmm. expectations, sexual aggression, and addiction, right? And like, addiction.
0: Exactly. Even if it's empowering for the person doing it, even if it's empowering for maybe someone watching it, like for a whole lot of other people, like it's creating an addictive, like pattern and like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah absolutely yep so yeah I'm done on my rant there but (laughs) yeah
1: I'm never done on my rant that's okay that's fair but you know (laughs) we've almost been
0: talking for a solid hour (laughs) yeah I also like I am curious on other people's thoughts on this so if you guys are listening and you have a completely different view of porn or like you do like find it empowering, or whatever. Please like DM us and like share your story with us. Like I would honestly like love to hear your view on this. Um, and yeah, we're not gonna like fight you in DMs. Don't worry. Like <laughs> we actually like do want to hear like that. Or honestly, yeah. like if you're addicted and you just like need to tell that to someone and like actually get out in the open, like slide in there, man. Yeah. Mhm.
1: I've had someone in my life tell me about their addiction to porn mm-hmm. and, um, you know, I was, I was shocked. Yeah. Um, it, it was, it was so hard to hear and it was hard to hear because of how it, how, how guilty they felt mm-hmm. about watching it and how, when they looked at you know, certain women, um, it changed their view of how they saw them. Yeah. And, and that just broke my heart because I'm like, you know, and it made me question, like, how am I seen, Mm -hmm. you know, as a, as a woman and and as a friend, but to be able to, you know, to be able to say and admit that, you know, you're struggling with this is, is the first step mm-hmm. to a healthier relationship,
0: and yeah um, with yourself even too, like yeah, yeah, and it, it's like it, hard to do, and like mm-hmm. yeah, that's like I also think like when someone does open up to you, like I mean about any addiction in general, but like specifically porn, like you have to be so careful with how you respond because it takes a lot of guts to actually like say that to someone. so yeah.
1: well, it made it more what it did for me is it made it more real, mm-hmm. like yeah. You know, sometimes when you talk about things like this, you're like, "Okay, like, there's no way that this could happen." Like, I hear you, Lydia, and everything you're saying mm-hmm. about porn, but like, like, no way. Like, you know, it yeah. just doesn't yeah. feel real. Mm-hmm. As privileged women who have not experienced, mm-hmm. you know, the things that <laughs> that all yeah. of these millions of people have experienced, like it doesn't feel real. So when someone tells you that they're struggling with mm-hmm. an addiction to porn, it makes, it makes it more real for you. Yeah, yeah. And I think, um, it,
0: you know, it makes you care about it more. Um, mm-hmm. and I feel like that's really important. Yeah. And I also think like, I mean, yeah, we definitely like bashed on porn quite a bit during this episode and I do still hold my grounds on everything I believe on that, but I think it's also important to realize that it is addictive, right? Like, just, like, someone can be addicted to drugs, they can also be addicted to porn. And, like, mm-hmm. the answer is not, like, casting them out. You know what I mean? Like, Absolutely it's to love not. them. It's to help them through that process. So
1: Absolutely. I know, like, I was coming
0: down hard on porn. But, like, know that, like, if you are struggling with this, I'm not coming down hard on you. Like, I genuinely yeah. want what's best for you. So,
1: Yeah, it's the same with sex. It's, like, yeah, yeah. you know, it. you're not supposed to feel, like, a, less of a person mm-hmm. or... Or, like, you're not worthy of relationship now. Like, yeah. you no, know, like, quite the opposite, actually. Mm-hmm. Like, all the more reason why you're worthy of a great relationship. Yeah. Um, and marriage and happiness and mm-hmm. all that. And so, I think, um, yeah, I, I don't think it's something to... I, I think that, you know, <laughs> you know, you're like, oh, you don't want to feel any shame at all. But I think it's okay to feel... To feel like this um this burden because it does create a little bit of of that in your mind i think that's okay to feel acknowledge and then move from so that you don't have to feel that anymore Mm -hmm. um and yeah yeah i i agree with you on that lydia
0: yeah so yeah thank you guys for listening um yeah this was like an interesting one to talk about so Um, yeah, please share your thoughts with us. We would like genuinely love to hear these. Um, Yeah. And if for more information, just make sure to follow us on Instagram at theholyship.podcast. And if you have any questions, concerns, you can either DM us or reach us on our email at theholyship.podcast at gmail.com. So we hope you enjoyed this. We can't wait to hear your thoughts. Um, Yeah. So just let us know. Thank you so much for listening.